hot spot here again and um, this time around we have controversy rocking african football from ghana to kenya to gambia liberia nigeria is not completely out of it also uh, it's a shame really what's going on but that is why we're talking about it on the podcast today and like i did say to you if you've been following me on social media that i won't be alone on the sh- on the podcast tonight i'll have um, a guest who will be talking about these issues with me extensively and it's solomon for good evening solomon uh good evening Jolu. nice to be on the podcast today um it's really really good job you're doing here and i listened to a couple of editions of the podcast and i have to say they've been really really insightful and oh, awesome Sincerely. Uh, so, a whole lot of things happened, especially in Ghanaian football, and I'm super stoked and ready to talk about those things with you. Alright, so uh, just in case you didn't know, the Ghanaian Football Association is indicted. Wafu, the West African Football Competition, which of course was um, brought back to airwaves last year, has been indicted also. Top football officials from the Ghanaian Football Association, President Kwesi Yatachi, top referees have also been indicted we'll take a breather now we'll be back for more on the podcast let us get down to business $65,000 exchanging hands $500 exchanging hands $600 exchanging hands Ghanaian investigative journalist Anas has done a brilliant job revealing to us the worst of the worst in African football, hasn't it? Uh, well, he has. First off, hats off to um, Anas. A really, really mind-blowing um, investigative journalism he's done there. Uh, bringing things that are really, really deep when it comes to corruption to light in the Ghanaian Football Association. And it might just be a part of it that we're going to be speaking about today, but I'm sure it's going to reverberate all over Africa. The fact that the person who is indicted in this, the Ghanaian Football um, Association president in Kwesinia Tachi, is also at the first vice president of um, that scarf and also is on the executive committee of FIFA, FIFA Council. So it, it tells you that this um, investigation is going to have really, really huge implications. Obviously, we might see CAF um, take him off the seat, take him off the council, and he might have to step down from the CAF vice president position. Uh, but for now, he has not stepped down from the Ghanaian Football Association uh, uh, as the president of Ghanaian Football Association. But uh, we hope, uh, not hope, we, we believe that it's going to be uh, dropping off from that position and it is something that is really really mind-blowing what the, the depths of corruption that is happening in african football especially in ghanaian football so i'm sure as we go into the board we're going to be saying different things different um, aspects especially when it what, what, what concerns uh, football and also the politics in, in in ghana because it also affects the president of ghana um where he was um that's the the question you're talking was talking about giving investors and um, some some of um way or passage or passage rights into into the chambers of the president getting them getting getting some some of uh, some sort of favor and contract uh, from the president so uh, it's 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 really really mandatory it's cuts across several aspects even down to uh, giving goats yeah bribe <laughs> of goats to officials for them to um, alter and influence a particular game so it's it's mind-blowing job that Anas has done with that particular investigation and the way he has presented it and made people look up to it look forward to it and the distribution also to BBC and we're gonna be seeing it also in Nigeria on TVC and a couple of other stations uh, that's in Ghana that it's, it's already been shown so um, I think Anas has done a solid job before Solomon gets in depth, let me reel out some of the things that we're looking at. 
100 officials have been indicted this investigation took place over two years and 150 games are in question yeah we talked about uh, waffle and the biggest game that was organized in west africa brought back to limelight last year mm-hmm. hosted by ghana maybe no surprises that ghana are of course uh, in serious trouble when it comes to this anyway so can we say ghana bought the tournament did ghana buy wafu can we say ghana bought wafu with the way these things are going mind you one of the games that is under that anna's uncovered was the game between ghana and mali the second round qualifying game in the group stages ghana won that game by goal to nil and they progressed to the semi-finals courtesy of that win the official in that game that is inducted is ibrima jalo of gambia who received 500 dollars another official top official who's been inducted has been rangemara of kenya who should have been a, one of the african referees yeah, who, one of the african who's supposed to be at the world cup this mm-hmm. year in a couple of days and solomon he just gave up 225,000 dollars for 600 dollars because that is what got him into trouble 600 dollars was what he took and he will be missing out on 25,000 dollars Talk about what greed can do to you. Well, what greed can do to you, uh, especially when you're a referee, integrity is something that is really important because you're expected to be, as, as, as the arbiter of the game, you're expected to be as balanced as possible. Yeah. Uh, so when this sort of accusation comes in and you're being indicted for the fact that uh, um, you, you, you collected monetary benefits, monetary gifts, you know, a whole lot of people have come out and say, okay, these things were gifts and it wasn't as if it was pride for them to um influence again but i i, I really don't what don't I, want to what find what I find most that. shocking is that all of those referees who were caught every one of them kept saying well i'm doing this for the relationship you know uh, this is not a bribe this is just for the sake of relationship it means that they no longer see it as a crime in fact it is a norm that it happens in Champions League games. Don't forget that Petit United was indicted not too long ago yeah. for Nigeria, but somehow they got them, their names cleared out of that. But the fact that officials around the globe, around the continent, actually think that it is a norm. We do this for the sake of the relationship. Doesn't that tell us that there's something fundamentally wrong with Africa? Yeah, there's something wrong, obviously. Um, the very fact that they are caught um, receiving any form of monetary gifts because it is anti-FIFA. FIFA it, it frowns against you receiving any form of gift, especially monetary gift from anybody. So them trying to call it a gift and not a bribe is just some form of play on, on, on the nomenclature of what, what is really yeah. going on. Because um, probably they, they want to get, get caught on camera um, taking bribes. So they, Unfortunately, they, speak... they got caught the camera exactly, this time around. Exactly. So, so they, they say it's, it's a gift it's to establish relationships and, and whatnot. But we all know that these things were given on to this reference for them to influence games which they did yeah. so it is obviously a bribe when it comes down to them influencing the, uh, a game even if they didn't um, influence the game the very fact that they received monetary um, gifts itself is a crime according to FIFA, FIFA frowns against yeah, this FIFA frowns against I mean it, it cost Michel Platini and a whole lot of others you know their jobs in, in, in football management at the top level exactly. and it's 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 rampaging African football right now but okay so just for you to know that Rangen Marwa has resigned officially he's 41 years old he will not be at Russia for the World Cup we don't, no we don't know <laughs> we don't know who Kafka will be replacing him with just yet but 
whoever a cop will be replacing him with now has to go through a lot of integrity checks. Oh, yeah. And you never can tell, but it's it's a, it's a big shame. But let us talk about the big one now, the big fish who's been inducted in all of this. FIFA first vice president, Ghanaian Football Association president, Kwesi Miyatachi, who took $65,000 from people who thought were posing, actually has some investors who wanted to put some money in Ghanaian Football Association and they offered them $65,000 and he took it. He took it, Solomon. That is a shocker. Yeah, a shocker, a huge shocker. Uh, well, but what is even much more groundbreaking... He, he hurried the money to his back. Exactly. What is, what is even more groundbreaking was the fact that he almost sold the entirety of the nation for $11 million. Um, that's Ghana yeah. in itself because he was saying um, it, would, it would get $5 million for the president, $2 million for the vice president, another $2 million for that's the uh, minister of works and a couple of other money is there and it was all in 11 million dollars and you've gotten your way to the president that was the way you put it up as and also 15 million dollars um that was meant to um be given in be, be given to the ghanaian football football association and he he found a way to create a shell company brought up a memorandum of understanding for his company to get 25% out of that 15 million just for his pocket and the fact that he was still going to be getting some extra money for he and his cronies he and his lads it was it was quoted at some place saying that he and Abu needed to be settled needed to be sorted out so um it's 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 disappointing hugely disappointing that such a a, a high-ranking official in CAF and also Ghana Ghana's football is is found in this sort of quagmire is found in this sort of mess and what is even more shocking is the fact that he has not resigned from that particular position and the, and the Ghanaian football association put up a ridiculous press no, no. release stating that they should have seen the video they should have been invited to see the premiere before who on earth what did, what would they have done i mean what are they talking about we should see heads rolling from the top immediately but doesn't that tell you something about African and Africa's mentality that we don't resign regardless of how embarrassing we may have uh, behaved? You know what is um, entirely shocking is the fact that the people that were meant to be checks on the president themselves are being complicit in yeah. such acts. In the same act. You know, when you go through the old Ghanaian Football Executive Council, you find that all of them, most of them, maybe not all of them, um, were, are found complicit in taking bribes from this ANAS um, explosive um, investigation. So, um, I think there needs to be an overhaul, a cleansing, a cleaning, whatever we're going to be calling it. You know, FIFA had their own couple of years ago where um, Blatter and Platini were indicted, but this time it's questioning Yatachi, and I think, no, I think, I'm sure there is going to be a cleansing, but it's not going to be involved, and a whole lot of the people that are indicted in this particular thing are not going to be involved, shouldn't be involved at all. And so I think the presidency, that's the Ghanaian president, should take um, full charge of this and should conduct our probably things get better for Ghanaian Football Association because when when he's been indicted in such such issues um being called not not the indicted is not the word to use when when involves he involves yeah, the presidency yeah. when he's when he's been called in such such situation it tells you that there is serious trouble in that sort of um environment so 
um, Inatachi hugely disappointing. You know, he did solid work in his opening days, um, in the beginning days where yeah. he was there at 2006, I think. But I think I, it's too comfortable. Really yeah, now. He, he's gotten too. I think he's trying to wield some power. He's trying to swim power. in there. Exactly, and exactly. That this is what happens when you know when you lose focus on the primary objective. Like you said at the beginning of the show, you know, it's a whole lot about greed. You know, so much about greed when you want to acquire more for yourself, acquire more power, acquire more wealth, and you lose focus on the progress of football itself. So uh, you could say analysis method probably questionable or not that's that's left for some other people to debate but the truth is these people were caught collecting bribes receiving bribes uh, for favors so uh, yeah. and, and the, the fact that um, some that's two of them i think uh, i really can't can't place their names now and uh, two of them didn't even fall for the old anasis um luring uh, with with money so it tells you that there are still people with integrity that probably they could start the rebuilding with those two people uh, that were not um that, that didn't receive the bribes that didn't fall for um the whole the, the, the whole issue so um there needs to be a cleaning in Ghanaian football federation football association and and um question yatachi has to leave has to be forced out if need be how should calf handle this i mean should calf step in because the integrity of calf is at stake west african football competition is a joke already i will not watch the next waffle competition because it already shows to me now, this proves already that it's we are not serious yet so how should calf handle this how should the calf presidency handle the fact that a top official in their own ranks and a powerful football association in africa has been caught up in all of this mess well the calf i know certainly won't leave him out to dry not as if they're going to be helping but him shouldn't that be the calf of no, no. Hayatu? should <laughs> well, that be the same calf of uh... obviously he was the first vice president what they will do instead is just to steadily or carefully withdraw um, from anything that has to do with Inyatachi. Obviously, Inyatachi is going to be losing his place as the um, first vice president of CAF, but I don't think they're going to be coming all guns blazing with the huge boots and stamping on everything that is Inyatachi. No. I think it's just going to be something subtle, something under the table, um, um, undertone, yeah. undertone, and they just steadily and carefully just withdraw everything from Kwesi Yatachi. It's not going to be something really, really huge and, and, and explosive uh, in the media when it comes to um, letting or wielding the stick um, over in your touches. So I think that's what they'll do. And FIFA also, I don't think they want to make this a PR mess or a mess in itself, uh, something that will blow out of proportions. All they'll do is uh, probably you'll hear the story that Yatachi um, has resigned as the first um, first vice president of CAF and has been voted out of the FIFA council. So that's just what I expect would happen. And frankly, I think it's the smartest thing to do uh, from both um, sides, from both FIFA and CAF. All right, guys. Uh, so. We tried to make this 10 minutes, <laughs> but it's, it's a big, big conversation. We, we, can't keep, even, we, we can't couldn't keep, cover everything. We couldn't cover half of the whole thing exactly. going on, but this is it, guys. Uh, that's it on Matt Sport for today and for the week. Solomon, final words. Thank you for coming. I'm super grateful. Thank you, Tolu, for inviting me. All right, so we'll do this again with Solomon next time. We'll probably give you a part two of this when we have some more information. I think we need to dig deep into Nigeria also. Trust me, we'll probably uncover a whole lot more than what Anas just did. So who's going to be the Anas of Nigeria? Kelechi Nkoro, perhaps? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he would take that happily. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. Mm, uh, uh. Take slow with this. Me, I'm like...